What's up? This is Ranting with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is a podcast about anything and everything that can drive a sane person stark raving mad. We are now on the Omicron variant of COVID, and I had no intention of learning the Greek alphabet this way. The only way I learned the Greek alphabet really was Saturday Live with that whole Delta, Delta, Delta. Can I help you, help you, help you? And you know the jokes, go tap a keg, jam a vibrator, those other... Who, what, what is the next, when do we get to Zeta? And when is this done? Like, when are we done? What is the next, what's the next alphabet that we're going to have to tap into? Can we, are we going to rock hieroglyphics? Are we going to, like, I mean, who gets dibs on what alphabet gets used next? Because you know the shit ain't stopping because people are still refusing to get vaccinated. But this is not even what this podcast is about. <laughs> I wanted to do, I had to do, this is about those fucking Creepy as fuck, complicit, culpable, crumbly parents of the white domestic terrorist, school shooting murderer, Ethan Crumbly. And until every media outlet that tweets about it, talks about it, covers it, starts calling these people what the fuck they actually are, the shit is never going to end. And the shit is also never going to end because if slaughtering 26 elementary school babies in their classroom didn't end it, nothing will. (laughs) Nothing will. But the fact that these fucking negligent, crappy as fuck parents who are also just creepy look, they look like they are sharing barely one functioning brain cell between the two of them. Uh, Yet they procreated and had this kid. You got to, on one hand, feel horrible for this kid that these were the cards that he was dealt. These were his parents. I mean, for fuck's sake. You know, this is... I have so many thoughts and feelings on this shit. And and from from the school stepping in way too fucking late. Way late. The kid is 15 already. There had to have been signs way earlier that this kid was in need of some type of mental health help. That, but then again, on the second hand, you had the parents enabling this gun culture nut job behavior. What parent gets their 15-year-old fucking kid a Sig Sauer gun, like a fucking gun? I don't even care what kind of gun it is. Pellet gun dart gun fucking enough enough with the guns for gifts for kids and and screw all these parents posing their kids on twitter with fucking assault weapons the shit's not cute the shit is not funny you're not preparing your kid for anything other than where this kid ethan crumbly and kyle rittenhouse have gone and all the other school shooters along the line it is a horrible lineage. It's, it's clear. You don't have to fucking be a psychologist, a psychiatrist, some kind of like fucking, I don't know, sociologist to know that this, this culture and behavior and raising kids this way. And I'm not saying there are, there are good gun owners. There are, and, and the majority of the gun owners are screaming for sensible gun laws, which are not difficult. And one of the one of the representatives from Michigan was even on. I caught a snippet of the news last night, stating in in whatever chamber she was in, preaching at her pulpit, for lack of a better word, to her colleagues 
that this is stupid, that th- there are backlogs of bills that these Republican fuckwits are refusing to pass because their pockets are lined and their hands are just absolutely dripping with the blood of the NRA and these gun lobbying assholes who also are just an embezzling bunch of old, white, dusty, racist as fuck, white supremacist shithole dudes who could give a shit less about kids dying and being slaughtered and now being afraid to go to school, being afraid to hear someone yell for help. I mean, that, that is what is terrifying, that you're at a fucking vigil, a peaceful candlelight vigil where somebody faints, people in the crowd call for help, and it sends an absolute panic through the crowd that it then becomes a stampeding mob running in 75 different fucking directions, hitting the floor, some running in the middle of the street, everybody, because nobody knows what the fuck is happening anymore because they're afraid they're going to get fucking shot when they're actually calling for help. Where were, all, where were the good guys with the guns in this classroom, in this school? These motherfuckers, yeah, let the good guys with the guns handle it. There were no good guys with guns anywhere near there to take this fucking guy with the gun out before he shot and killed four kids and put countless others in the hospital, traumatized hundreds of others that will never be the same for the rest of their fucking lives because this asshole's parents thought it would be fun and make them cool and they'd be the cool parents with the kid and they would go to the shooting range. And what the fuck's with the mom? Another fucking Karen who was like spending the day at the shooting range with her kid texting, you have to be smarter next, I'm not mad at you, dude. Next time, just don't get caught, LOL. You know, maybe don't search on your phone for ammunition while you're sitting in fucking class supposed to be learning something. These are the same motherfuckers who want to ban books. These asshole racist as fuck parents are more worried about fucking banning books than they are about banning guns. And there is something so fucked up about that and even more fucked up, I, I mean, this is even more mind boggling, is the fact that the parents actually got away. <laughs> it was no fucking secret that the prosecutor was coming after the parents. And, th- and this dumb white-ass sheriff was like, inevitably, intuitively, I don't feel like they're a threat. Why? Because they're fucking white? How disgusting is that? Could you imagine if this school shooter was black or brown or Muslim or any person of color? It, what the fuck? The whole fucking state would have been on lockdown. And every motherfucking militia man and woman, where were all these fucking homegrown Michigan militia people out looking for this fucking family? Where were they? They have plenty, they have plenty of time to coordinate an attack on the fucking governor and get their guns and stand on the steps of whatever that capital is in Michigan. But they're all of a sudden not going to strap up and like head out and look for these parents. Yeah, that sounds about white. It sounds totally fucking white. I can't even believe anybody on the news hasn't even addressed that. All of a sudden, there's no, it, it's like fucking cricket quiet. And nobody can find the fucking parent. They're dumb as dirt. And how disgusting. How disgusting that you were called to the school to come get your fucking kid who had a mental break 
Kudos to the teachers who at least saw it and brought it to the attention of the council. The council is going to be in some fucking trouble. Uh, there's some culpability that the counselors and the, and, the, and the principal have to have for not requiring the kid to go home. You don't send the kid back to fucking class after something like that. You send the kid home, come back tomorrow. We'll see. And then, you know, maybe it would have, maybe it would have only prolonged the problem. Maybe he would have grabbed the gun and went out to a mall. I don't fucking know. I, I, I'm not Miss fucking Cleo. But it would have took him out of that initial setting, which was clearly the fucking trigger. Clearly the trigger. That's not a beer. Don't worry. It's a Diet Coke. I should pretend it's beer, but I can't. Um, probably just as bad for me. Uh, anyway, the school, it, there is some level of responsibility and culpability that has to fall back on the school. I mean, if their policies don't change, if your kid is called down to the office for potentially, you know, letting people know that things are not okay in his head and, you know, he's thinking about doing some damage and he thinks it's funny, ha-ha laughing emoji, with bullets and blood and dead people on the floor, and he's 15. This is not like a, this is not like a seven or eight-year-old. This, this is somebody who can actually react on those thoughts and feelings. And why would you send him back to the place where he can sit and fester and be, be, be triggered again and only have those feelings and those emotions continue to simmer and then to build? It's so, I mean, you don't have to be a fucking rocket scientist. I taught kids with special needs that used to bolt out of the fucking classroom. You could see it in their, you could tell. You could feel it. You could tell in their body language that they were ready to do something. They'd look around. You, you just, they'd look around. They kind of calculate their chances. They, they kind of wait. You could see the look on their face. Their body would tense up. Their face would tense up. They'd start to let, you would know that some shit was about to pop off. And if you didn't address it in some way, distract it, which is also like behavioral modification. Like you don't put the kid back in the same environment if you have that opportunity. They had the opportunity to get the kid out of the fucking school, at least for the rest of the day. And they, the parents turned around and fucking left. What, showing zero concern. Forget about zero concern for any other kid in the building. Okay, you can't, you can't stretch that far. What about concern for your own fucking kid? Okay, you had to come home. We'll take you to lunch. Let's go get an ice cream. We'll go to fucking Wendy's, get a Frosty, maybe some fries. Maybe we could be fancy like Applebee's. The fuck? They left the kid because they didn't want, they, they want zero parental responsibility, clearly. So they let the kid, they were like, you know what? We're going to continue to let the school raise our kid, which is the problem that so many teachers have. And the problem that so many schools have is that they're left to raise the kids because there's absentee, negligent, fucking dumb parents who are not capable. And I'm not saying that that's all teachers do. I, I mean, teachers do that because that's how teachers are. They're empathetic, they're caring, they're concerned, the majority of them. They want to do, they, they want to be the ones to be there for those kids, to help those kids, to make it okay, to, to, to know that for a lot of these kids, school is an escape from a shitty home life. School is an escape from the streets. The, 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 I mean, but when the parents completely neglectfully turn around and are like, we don't, go back to school, we don't want to deal with it, and then they leave... And they're not even like, yeah, maybe you should check his bag. We did just buy him a fucking gun. 
Let me check his bag before we go. Do you? They didn't even ask him. Yo, Ethan, did you bring your gun today? And then watch the kid lie like a motherfucking rug. And read it all over. Say, Let me see your bag. You know how many bags I searched? You know how much shit I found in bags? You have to look. Or else your kids end up, or else your kid, this is how it is, unless your kids, because they all become your kids. If you're doing it right, they feel like your kids. Or else your kids end up getting arrested and you end up getting the phone call. Yo, Miss Randy, tell my grandma I'm not coming home till Monday. I got locked up. Why'd you get locked up? I had a knife in my bag. What kind of knife? A serrated kitchen knife. How many times did I tell you not to carry that shit in your bag? Or anywhere on your person. Don't stuff it in your sock. Don't keep it in your jeans. Don't put the razor blade in your teeth, in your gums, up in your cheek. Don't do it. Don't ask me to hold your stun gun. I'm not going to do it. And you will face the consequences of carrying shit like that. Yes, I know. If you, it's tough for you to walk home. Yes, I know. People bully you. Yes, I know. People pick on you. Yes, I know. You may get jumped. It's, it, there, are, there are tough decisions a lot of kids have to make in order just to be able to make it to and from school every day. Not this fucking kid. Not this white, privileged, unfortunately mentally ill kid who was literally screaming out for help. He put the shit on paper. And then the school calls the parents, and then the parents flee? Oh, yeah, okay, we're, we're going to come arrest you. We're going to press charges on the parents. We're... I mean, where was, first of all, they're missing. Okay, let's just, they go missing. They're not sitting at, the cops aren't surveilling the house. I mean, this is literally like, would be the bloopers from like Dateline NBC. This, Dateline Keith would never do this. If you've watched one episode of Forensic Files, one episode of the first 48, this is like the blooper outtake reel of like what not to do when looking to apprehend the parents of a fucking murdering white domestic terrorist. You don't leave the house. And the sheriff wants to say the house was sealed. The house was given back. You know, it was cleared. But it's their fucking house. <laughs> They're going to go back there. Also, your kid is locked the fuck up in jail, about to be arraigned for four counts of murder, like domestic terrorism, possessing a gun, all this shit. And, and you're le- abandoning him in fucking prison? <laughs> What does that even say about the parents? They literally abandoned their kid. Took out four grand, probably didn't plan on coming back because my theory was by 10 o'clock at night, I was like, these parents drove off into the woods of Michigan somewhere and fucking off themselves because they don't want to have to deal with it. They're going to find the car and they're going to find two dead, crappy, crumbly parents. How fitting is that name, crumbly? Unfucking believable So I was like, my money was on dead parents. My money was on, they Brian laundried themselves, they Jeffrey Epstein themselves, they don't want to deal with it. Why would they? If they're not going to be there for their fucking kid who they abandoned, why would they want to then put themselves through everything that they're going to be going through now? Being charged with four counts each of involuntary manslaughter and now adding on like fleeing, becoming like felony fugitives and all this shit. And then my next question, which will probably never get answered, where, was, where were all the choppers? Where was like the little news box in the lower right-hand corner of every major news network 
like live manhunt happening for crumbly parents. The, where were the choppers? Where, they could follow OJ for 17 fucking hours on the freeway, but they can't, they can't find, they can't manhunt like two fucking idiots in a Kia SUV in Michigan? Why wasn't there like wall-to-wall coverage of them trying to find these fucking people? Because they weren't out looking until the U.S. Marshals and the FBI got involved. This sheriff sat with his thumb up his ass because he thought because they were white, they weren't a fucking threat to maybe anyone but themselves. These are the same people that gave their kid a fucking gun. And then he posted pictures of it on Instagram. And how that even stayed up on Instagram, who the fuck knows? But then again, they're owned by Facebook, so that explains a lot. But where was all that coverage? Where were all the man, where were all the choppers live from Chopper 4? We're over like the Michigan freeway. They have all of this fucking equipment, like cameras that can see in infrared. I mean, again, if you watched one episode of the first 48 or Cops, when it used to be on like Channel 5, but like back in the 80s, even they would put the big fucking floodlight on and they would have helicopters flying around. How far can you get in a fucking Kia? They would have to stop for gas because clearly some they thought that they could get far on four grand, where the also makes them fucking dumb as dirt. Where are you going with $4,000? I mean, you need millions of dollars if you want to like drop off the face of the earth and like go into hiding and become one of like the top five most wanted people in the world. Even because millions of dollars gets you caught. Somebody going to narc you out at some point if they put a big enough bounty on your head. But where was all of that coverage? Zero. Because they're fucking white. Could you imagine? Could you imagine them looking for a month? They would have had dogs out. They would have had choppers out. They would have been out on fucking horseback looking for any Muslim individual who shot up a fucking school. Can you? They would have been out with their motherfucking tiki torches, these white supremacist shitholes. Hunting down Kyle Rittenhouse style anybody that was black or brown or any other shade of not dusty ass white. The hypocrisy is just absolute. I mean, it's it's disgusting. It's puke inducing. It's so infuriating. And you're watching this shit. And you're watching like a fucking sheriff argue with a prosecutor. The first woman who is trying to hold parents accountable for their actions and inaction that led to the actions of their kid becoming a mass fucking murderer. And kudos to her for doing that. Maybe if they would have done that at Sandy Hook, we wouldn't be here. Maybe if they would have done that at Columbine, we wouldn't be here. I mean, how many shootings? Maybe they would have done that. I don't know. Why are we still? Why are we still going through this? Because it's money over morals all the fucking time. You can have your fucking gun. This is the fucking problem. Don't touch my guns. Gun rights. Fucking Lauren the Bimbo Bobert and Marjorie Taylor. No jobs will come out and fucking. Madison Cawthorn, little Hitler Kendall will be, you know, they'll all be spewing this, don't touch my rights, 
don't touch my gun. They're coming for your guns. And she didn't have a backpack, so we were okay. She's not a terrorist today. Islamophobia bullshit that, again, no one is held accountable for. So this woman, this prosecutor, finally taking the parents to fucking task. And I'm, I'm telling you, she's not going to stop with the parents. Someone from the school is going to be held responsible. They may not get jail time, but someone's going someone's to be held accountable or, 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 or a few people. Because again, you can't leave that responsibility. The teachers did their due diligence. The teachers did their job. The teachers went above and beyond doing their job. Because really, teachers are there to teach. I mean, to think that we're there as like covert operatives to look out for shit that what may or may not be a sign of like a, a mental health break. We're not mental health professionals. But yet we, we are... We are around it. We are in that environment. We have been in that environment. You have to look for these things. You could tell somebody that's carrying, strap, carrying something walks differently than someone that is not. It's just, you just learn how to pick up on those nuances, sadly. And it's just, it, it, it's just mind-boggling that these two people are now in the same fucking prison jail as their kid. And they, they literally, their mugshots, they just look like the most inbred, unbelievably incompetent individuals who really never probably should have had a kid, really probably never should have been parents. Uh, I don't know what the fuck they thought they were doing. I don't know. I mean, then again, they're in the, you know, if you're in that culture, everybody's doing it. So you think you're the cool parent. You think you're keeping up with like the fucking Joneses of the white supremacist, racist, ignorant, fucking recidivist crap culture. They're just so closed off. It's just horrible. It's, it's so pathetically sad. Embarrassing as a country. But... Now they got him. Now what? Now what? Now you have to worry about like the trial, the prosecution, the trial, experts, and what what are they? You know, the kid's going away for the rest of his life. Whether or not he gets the death, I mean, I don't know. They give the kid the death penalty. They're trying him as an adult. At fifteen, his life's over. Their life's over. The lives of the four kids that he shot and murdered are over. Their parents' lives are over. As they knew it. Some of them, if they're fortunate enough to be like Fred Gutenberg, who can find a way to go on and function, like David Hogg, who can productively turn their pain around into something positive. I mean, at what point, at what point does this stop? At what, maybe this will be, be a, a turning point. Maybe another parent's going to be like, you know, whoa, maybe I, I want to think about it. I might want to think about that. But are they even thinking about that if they're thinking about getting their kid a gun anyway? Are they even making that leap or taking that step to think, I may be held responsible for what my kid does once I, they probably think once I give him this gun, it's his. I don't have any more responsibility because they're that dumb. And maybe gun shops shouldn't be selling Guns to parents that tell them it's for a gift for their kid. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I am sure they're going to be, I can hear my friends say it. Like, what if I want to take my kids hunting? I have a friend that hunts with his kids. Jewish hunter. So weird. What an oxymoron. Don't come at me after that. I don't give a fuck. Um, but he does, he, I, I mean, fine. Okay. You want to hunt, you eat the meat, you, you use every part of the animal. You, you, you know, you don't waste anything. You don't, it's not a sacrifice. I, I get it. I, I kind of, I don't fucking know. I'm so torn. And then he takes his kids up to his cabin. They all have the camel clothes. They all sit in the deer stand. I'm sure they like spray on all that deer urine smell, disgustingness. Ugh. That's not my bag. I can't, I mean, they might think that like fucking roller skating is like, do your thing. We're not doing it. I get it. I, I, I get it. I get that. But I also understand there's, the, the guns don't belong to the kids. The kids don't have access to the guns unless he's around. He's not gifting his kids handguns. These are like, you know, these are, deer hunting rifles that only go up at the cabin that only go out for deer hunting. They don't go like shoot tin cans in the backyard. They don't, you know, the kids aren't like going to the shooting range, spraying semi-automatic weapon. It's not that. So I guess, you know, in terms of responsible gun ownership and, and responsible parenting around guns or peopling around guns, cause you don't have to be a kid's parent. If you have a friend that has guns in their home, you best know where the fucking gun box is and if the shit's locked or not and who has the fucking combination. But this is such another level. This is like the mom joking with the kid about not getting fucking caught. What? I mean, <laughs> the, I mean, shittiest mom of the year? Of the millennium? Who, who, she clearly is not, you know, the brightest crayon in the fucking box. And the dad just looks like a fucking dolt. The dad is just as creepy looking as the fucking kid. And that's what's said. I mean, that's what's said. The kid was broken. And he was looking for help. And his own fucking parents abandoned him. His own parents set him up for this. His own parents enabled this. They literally put the weapon of mass destruction in their kid's hand. And when they got the call that there was a shooting at the school, and I will end with it, when they got the call that there was a shooting at the school, their first response wasn't to get in their car and floor it in as fast as that fucking Kia would go to the school like, holy fuck, he had the gun in his bag. Oh my fucking God. He's shooting up the fucking school. We need to get there right now and help him and help everybody. You know what they did? They didn't. They fled. They ran the other way from their own kid. They didn't, they, they, the dad called the school and said, I think my kid may be the shooter. Bye. Peace out. We're out of here. They wanted, what parent? You have zero parental skills. Zero, less than zero. If something is happening at a school where people are dying and your kid is in that school, you don't know if they're the shooter or if they're dead or if they're going to put their gun to their head and blow their brains out, which I'm surprised he didn't do, honestly. I'm surprised that I would love to hear the psychology or the psychiatry behind why he didn't kill himself. 
And I'm not saying that I wanted that to happen. I'm just saying one would think, I would think, maybe one would think is too broad. I would think that he would be like, oh shit, I just fucked up. Yeah, my life is really over. It's now it's completely worthless. Kaboom. And then, I mean, would the parents have showed up at the school then? It that's crazy. That is crazy to me. It is, it is literally that makes it the most negligent. That makes them also negligent in 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 raising their kid and that makes them negligent caregivers that makes them negligent parents and and you that's child abuse <laughs> that's child abuse and so here here we are the parents ran in the opposite direction they abandoned their kid from the start they didn't go anywhere near the school they gave zero fucks about their own kid so why would anybody think they would give a shit about any other kid in that school or any staff person or any person walking by the school. That could have ended a gazillion different ways. It was tragic enough the way it ended. And then, and then, and then, I mean, they're just creating these, 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 these kids, these domestic terrorist white kids. By, Kyle Rittenhouse goes to the fucking Mar-a-Lago plantation White House bullshit. Trump. Home, tacky, fucking cesspool of just disgusting, narcissistic, sycophantic fucking shitholeville for a photo op with that guy? What? And, and I mean, this mom wrote a letter to this mom. This crumbly shit wrote a letter. To Trump too. We're so poor. We're so th- but you had money to buy your kid a gun, and you have a 2021 Kia SUV. Boo fucking who? Womp fucking lying shithole womp. Well, I mean, I mean, is Matt Gates gonna offer this kid an internship? When who's ba- is Ricky Schroeder bailing this kid out of jail? What I, I mean, he gonna start throwing up the white power hand symbol like Kyle Rittenhouse? Is he gonna fake? Is he going to the school of fake crying, the Kyle Rittenhouse school of fake tears, where Alec Baldwin is also? Do people not know how guns work? Is Alec Baldwin now saying he didn't pull the trigger, like the gun just went off by itself. This kid pulled the fucking trigger a lot, and apparently had a lot of ammo left in that fucking bag. Because clearly he went back online and, and he, he was successful in shopping for it initially. He was looking to restock. I mean, what the, how much damage could this fucking kid have done? How much worse could it have been? A lot. Hell worse. Could have been a shit ton worse. Because clearly his parents weren't stopping him. What parent lets their kid put a gun in their backpack and go to school? Don't they check the gun box? Did you lock your gun up before you left? Do you maybe teach uh, uh, good gun sense, good gun ownership? I mean, how do you teach? He's, he's 15. You think he's old enough to own a gun? He's old enough to learn how to properly take care of it and be a responsible gun owner. Jesus fucking Christmas. It's un it's unbelievable.
that this is, it's 2021 and this is still, this is still happening. This is still happening. From Columbine to Sandy Hook to Parkland. I mean, it's an... Nobody gives nobody gives a fuck. No, don't tell me what to do. I don't want the government telling me what to do. Oh, but it's okay for the Supreme Court to tell women what to do with their bodies. That then it's okay for the government to tell people what to do. You fucking hypocritic fucking twat nozzles. What? Sorry. I just it's just I'm not sorry actually. And I know that if, I could tell you straight up that if I would have lived in Michigan, my ass on a Friday night would have been in my car with the radio blasting and the windows down, driving around looking for those two motherfuckers. I don't care how big of a state it is. You're not getting far. You're not getting far on four grand, be it having one functioning brain cell between two people. They were distressed. And the police were like, the parents seemed very distressed when they got arrested. You, <laughs> they seemed distressed. Their kid just killed four people and is like a fucking white domestic terrorist and is in jail for the rest of his life. You bought him the fucking gun. You were texting jokes with him back and forth about everything he was thinking about doing with that gun. And you, you, you seem distressed? How would... I would... I wouldn't even be able to, any normal person would have been like, what the fuck do I do? They were fearful. They were fleeing out of fear. From who, so, you, so you flee and go into hiding? You, these, <laughs> you flee and then you call and you'd be like, listen, people are going to come and attack. I'm afraid for my life. Uh, I need you to sit outside my house in a cop car and protect our family and protect our heart. They don't do that. These are the same back to blue motherfucking thin blue line flag flying motherfuckers that are like, yeah, pro law and order. <laughs> and then they flee from that exact law and order. It's so, it's so stupid. It's painful. It's really fucking painful. We are an embarrassment of a country right now on so many fucking levels. It's disgusting. Really disgusting. And that's why I'm going to go build a shoe rack. I'm going to go vacuum. And I'm going to go tie-dye some fucking Love Yourself t-shirts, hoodies, and some t-shirts. So if you're in the mood to brighten up your life after this depressing fucking podcast, hit me up and, and buy a hoodie. I got a couple in black with the logo in white. I'll put them on the Instagram. Give them his gifts. Hit me up on the DM. Support living artists. There's no... Uh, blockchain supply shit backup if you buy local art. Support living, breathing, small business, local hustling, hard as fuck with all their heart artists. Spread some good karma. Wear your damn mask. Put it back on when you go inside, even if you don't fucking have to. We don't know what this fucking Omnicrom variant is going to do. Apparently it's super transmissible. Apparently people that are vaccinated are getting it. Apparently we just need to go back to where we were-ish. Play nice in your sandbox is basically what I'm saying. Don't, don't come at me, Franklin. I feel you. I see you. I feel you. Uh, just be smart. Be careful. 
Don't fuck yourself up. That goes out to everybody. Oh, we're still jamming. Speaking of everybody, we're still jamming every night, 8 o'clock on the Instagram, no matter how many times they cut us off. We're, we're talking about the, uh, we're talking about COVID. We're talking about the fact that, holy fuck, like 100 schools in Michigan had to close down and some even in California had to close down because of copycat threats. I mean, really? Really with this shit? On top of everything else that's going on? Can we just like, can we just like, Human, you do do better at humaning humanity. Fuck. <laughs> Where was I? Be a good person. Do something nice for somebody else. Spread a little good karma. Make someone laugh. Ugh. Uh, make some art. Make more art. Clean up. Organize. Do something. Netflix and chill. Take a dog for a walk. Take yourself for a walk. Uh, that's it. Jam with the fam every night, 8 o'clock. We're there on the Instagram. Everybody's still hustling. Doing their thing. Oh, my God. Just one side note. If you... <laughs> Poor Ray is looking for Gabby's dollhouse for his kid. What in the fuck with prices for something that's $60 originally is now like $197 online at Walmart for a fucking doll <laughs> Oh, my God. Give your kids some crayons and give them a coloring book. Give them some blank paper. Give them some paint. Teach them how to play a board game. Buy some puzzles. <laughs> Shit. Why is Gabby's dollhouse close to 200 bucks? All of a sudden, I mean, this poor guy has got everybody and their brother looking and can't find the shit anywhere. The kid's going to be like, yo, Santa hates me. <laughs> oh, holidays are crazy. Good God. I don't know. I hope he finds it. I hope he can. I hope, I hope if he doesn't find it, he comes up like Santa's going right under the sled. <laughs> He's going to be blaming the tooth fairy. Rudolph ate the gate. Rudolph ate the dollhouse. I don't know. Where do you go with that? Poor guy. Oh, holidays are hard. Holidays are hard during global pandemic. <laughs> oh. All right. That's it. It's enough. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. We're going to see how this plays out with the parents. I hope the shit's televised uh, as much as it can be. And, I, and good, good for the prosecutor and, and sad for everything else. Um, man, I'm thankful I went to school when I did. I mean, that wasn't even a thing. The fuck happened? Not enough people watch Sesame Street anymore, I guess. Mr. Rogers, the electric company. Need to bring all that shit back. Blue's Clues. Even that guy had to come back and, like, make grown-ups cry to make a point. Bring back the Muppets. Bring back the Muppet Show. Make it mandatory. Put it, make it, like, state-run TV. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we got to get Linky. We got to find Linky. Linky's all caught up in so much other political conversation and... At least Stacey Abrams is running for governor of Georgia. That, thank God there's a tiny little light shining. That's going to be insane. Um, all right. That's it. Stay safe. Mask up. Get your booster. 
Enjoy your weekend. Last two nights of Hanukkah. Christmas is coming. Kwanzaa's coming. And then maybe eventually spring will be here and daylight savings time will be over because this dark as hell is really fucking, it's enough already. It's brutal. The world needs more sunlight. Maybe, well, maybe that will lead to more global warming. I don't fucking know. Anyway, <laughs> see, where the ramb- see where the ramblings go? This is what we do at the jam. We just, we ramble on over music and try to figure shit out. All right. That's it. Stay home. Stay super duper safe. Stay home-ish. That's going to piss people off. (sighs) I'm going to go vacuum. It's relaxing. Wash the dishes. Tie-dye some hoodies. You know where to find me. On the Twitter. Raging in my unicorn cage. Maybe I need to bake some cookies and use some sprinkles. All right. That's it. We're going to wrap it up, which we should have done like 15 minutes ago. You could have ended it 15 minutes ago and you stuck with me until now. (laughs) Thank you for that. All right, that's it. Join the Jam Fam, 8 o'clock every night on the Instagram. Twitter, at Heads of Heads, because every other account of mine has been suspended. I wouldn't be there if it weren't for Wong Dong Doodle. Check out the MB podcast. There'll be a part two, a Q&A. We'll set that up at some point. And uh, Franklin will be back at some point on, on the jam. Happy Hanukkah party um, and all that jazz. Good luck winning all the Hanukkah guilt. And, uh, yeah, until the next time. Oh, sorry, Kircher, did I scare you? <laughs> Peace and hair grease.